friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you are having an absolutely blessed, fantastic day today. As always, we're enjoying it down here in Florida and staying busy at Health Masters, getting you guys the highest quality supplements we possibly can manufacture on the market. And be sure to check out the Mood Booster Stack on sale till the end of the month on the front page of the website at healthmasters.com. That's our 5-HTP, our B-Complex, and our Ultra Mega Formula. Really, really good stack. And also, too, the Spike Protein Survival Kit, which massively helps out with overall circulation, reducing and help can reduce you know blood clots in certain situations with the nato kinase the vitamin e and also the n-acylcysteine which helps detoxify the body be sure to check those out along with the hgh stimulate powder product of the week optimizing the flow of blood and oxygen to the brain and the rest of the body incredible product check it out right now on sale and one of the first things that I wanted to address here now and encourage people and make sure that everybody's really, really staying afloat from a psychological standpoint. As you guys know, I try to break down stuff a lot of times the way I, I see things and the way I analyze things and also the way that certain things are happening as used as a cover, as a distraction, and also as a manipulation tool to get people to focus on other aspects. Of course, a lot of people saw this whole entire theater clown show that started again last night with Donald. And, you know, after the uh, grand jury allegedly said that they were going to basically take a break for the month of April, now they suddenly came out last night and said, oh, we're, we're knighting Trump now. We're, we're upgrading these misdemeanor charges to felony charges from, you know, seven, eight years ago, whatever it was, six, seven years ago. And this whole theater show, obviously we know the DA up there in Manhattan is completely and totally corrupt in Soros. And we've already talked about that. We also know they're designed to do what they need to do, and that's file distractions. That's cause issues, and that's to keep people focusing on what they want them to look at. It's kind of like the old sidewalk trick where you know the sidewalk dealer will put a ball underneath a cup or a shell. He's got two or three cups of shells, and he's spinning them all back around. Which one? Follow the cup, follow the cup, follow the cup, follow the cup, follow the cup. Which one is the ball under? While at the very time you're staring at it being distracted, he's got his buddy that swings by and pickpockets you and steals your wallet and your phone. And suddenly you pick the cup. It's not the one. You go, oh, man, I lost my $5. You turn around and realize you just lost your entire wallet. And that's exactly what they do on a regular basis. They put things in front of you that are completely frivolous, absolutely frivolous to no extent. You already know they're going to do stupid things like this, while at the same time you're losing what you really have dear and dear is your wallet and your cards or in your driver's license and your information, all the stuff that you actually really need to have because you're focused on making sure you save that $5 on your bet with the ball under the cup. This is what they're doing again right now. I've told you guys repeatedly that they are slowly trying to push this restrict act, which is absolutely insane. Rand Paul called it out the other day and said this thing's absolutely unconstitutional and needs to be thrown off the floor. This legislation, which allegedly prohibits TikTok from operating in the U.S. and ban all commercial activity with TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, which is a Chinese company that, of course, we've already seen now. China's been involved with numerous Democrats. This has gone back and forth. People are acting like this is some type of new spy tool by China. Guys, they spy on you with every single social media platform. Don't believe that the social media platform is just all singular to TikTok as far as spying on you. Do I think TikTok is a horrific app? Yes. Do I think it's melted down the brains of a lot of young children who now think it's glorious to be a TikTok star dancing looking like an idiot? Yes, I absolutely do. Do I support any of these social media apps that actually encourage that behavior? No, I do not. 
However, do I think that the United States government needs to put the restrict bill into place that I went into detail earlier this week, which essentially bans and labels anyone a foreign adversary at any point in time for any reason if they decide you've done any type of engagement with anybody outside the government that they deem to be an adversary? This whole thing is so open-ended for interpretation for whatever they want it to be. That's why Rand Paul said there's not something we want to do. There's two main reasons why we do not want to do this. The first one is the First Amendment of the Constitution. Speech is protected whether we like it or not. The second reason would be the Constitution actually prohibits bills of attainder. Bills of attainder allow the government to punish individuals or groups without trial. This fails on two egregious points, very obvious points. I think we ought to think about this, and this bill needs to be thrown out. That was Rand Paul. He's 100 percent right. Ironically enough, very little coverage is getting brought up on this bill whatsoever. They keep saying it's a TikTok ban bill, TikTok ban bill. Hey, we need we need ban TikTok because of China. China's big bad boogeyman. They're going to get us. We need to ban TikTok. Well, how about we start looking at the reasons why they're actually wanting to put this bill in, and how about we look at who's actually to benefit from it? And it's not the it's not the American population. I can tell you that right now. And ironically enough, while at the exact same time. We're having this transgender uprising, allegedly, that the media is directly fueling and making seem much bigger than it appears. You saw the Tennessee uh, Capitol yesterday got overrun with protesters demanding for the guns to be banned immediately. Well, all firearms to be banned. And I watched the video, and I kind of laughed to an extent. I said, well, I wonder how many of these people are going to have their homes raided at 4 a.m. by FBI agents for an insurrection on a Capitol building. Hmm? Just curious. Want to know how many cases the FBI is now building on these guys, and also like to know how many of them got hired off Craigslist to walk around and pick it and say, "We want guns banned now." I really do. I'm, I'm curious to see that because obviously we know there's a much more nefarious agenda than this, and it's not trying to protect the American population. Once you understand the concept, and this is a difficult concept, that there's two factions. There's pretty much things that are good and things that are evil. There's not much things in the middle. And once you realize that things that are evil, that are run essentially based on Luciferian principles and Satanism, they only want one thing, and that's the people's soul. They want death and destruction. This is a, this is a hard concept to grasp, so follow me for a second here. Once you understand that these things are running a huge portion of what we we have seen now on the surface of the government and below the surface, you start understanding that nothing, nothing – the United States government does is for your safety and protection. Now, there may be certain things that they do that your safety may at some point in time fall under the category of beneficial to them while they are doing it. Do not confuse that with they actually care about your safety and protection because they are not one and the same. They do not care at all about safety or protection for the citizens. They only care about control, manipulation, and bringing people over to the dark side. Clear as day, this is one of the most perverted things I've ever seen for a first-grade kindergartner group. The Burton Valley Elementary School, which is 20 miles east of San Francisco, surprise, surprise, has now made it mandatory reading from the teacher to the students of a transgender day of visibility. This is for first and third graders. Transgender Day of Visibility, and one of the required reading titles for the teacher to read to the children and talk to them about is a book called It Feels Good to Be Yourself, a book about gender identity. You flip open one of the pages that says, see, 
when you were born, you couldn't tell people who you were or how you felt. They looked at you and they made a guess. Maybe they got it right. Maybe they got it wrong. And then they goes on to a section here and it says, and then we have this individual, this young kid here that has this, and they put this photo up. Said, this is Ruthie. Ruthie's five. She's a transgender girl. That means when she was born, everyone thought she was a boy until she grew a little older, old enough to tell everyone that she's actually a girl. And it shows a photo here of a parent with a child. It says, when people guess wrong, it's okay to let them know. Ruthie was five when she told her parents, I don't know. I don't think I'm a boy, but really, I feel like a girl. This are, these are books, guys, with full photographs that they are reading to first graders right now. If you don't think there is an absolutely satanic, nefarious plot to try to pervert these young children, this right here should show you on any level that there is an extremely satanic agenda because there is no justifiable reason. This is not even based in any type of level of science or research or literature. This is pure psychotic behavior designed to manipulate and twist the psychological aspect of these children's minds before they get old enough to realize what's going on. So yes, while this is going on, while you have this massive push for gun control again, while you now have this restrict act going on that they're trying to shove through the House and the Senate, while at the exact same time, you have all these things going on across the country, including another spill that occurred now in Delaware earlier this week that I've talked about, the chemical spill that released another, what, 8,100 gallons of latex emulsion chemicals in the Otter Creek in Bristol Township and now into Delaware. that's now got people up in New Jersey and other parts of the country up there I've seen. They're running around like buying bottled water left and right. All the stores are running out of bottled water. Video on Breitbart. I mean, everybody's going frenzy, buying up every single bottle, every single gallon, everywhere they can, because the water's getting completely contaminated. Nobody's talking about that whatsoever. Not at all. Nobody's talking about what happened in the Austrian parliament yesterday, where almost half of the parliament members stood up and turned their back on Zelensky when he, they put him up on the screen for him to babble and beg for money and tell everybody how bad they were for not giving them more money. They walked out mid-topic as soon as he started. And it's funny, I told my friend yesterday, I said, you know, I said, Lezinski, if he actually was any type of decent war veteran, hero president that they try to make him out, I mean, he's not. He's a homosexual actor that designed specifically has gone in and done all types of perverted videos. You can watch them. I'm not even going to talk about them again on the show. But if he actually was in the midst of a substantial engagement, how does he find so much time to constantly go on Zoom meetings with every single parliament of every single country in Euro and NATO and the United States and find so much time to travel to Congress and find travel to, time to travel all over the country, it seems like, and all over the world to tell everybody how bad they are for not giving him more and more and more money? Wouldn't it be more prudent if he did more wargaming in his own country, if he actually sat down with generals and actually did wargame strategies? Obviously, you guys understand I'm being sarcastic to the extent of there is no aspect of him doing war gaming. He's not doing anything. Everything that's going on in Ukraine is completely and totally controlled right now. And there's another thing that I talked to a buddy about last night. This is a very significant topic, and I do not know, and I cannot vet this 100%, but he is a retired contractor as far as he used to do all types of security work. I've talked to you about him before, including retired ranger, and he said – a significant portion is from what he is hearing right now of the weapons that are running from Ukraine down to Africa are now being brought back out of West Africa and are being transported back 
over to the Mexican drug cartel in mass. I'm not talking about 9mm Glocks. I'm talking about belt-fed 240 Bravo 308 machine guns. I'm talking about light machine guns. I'm talking about heavy weapons, 50 calibers. He said the manner of militia and military manpower as far as weaponry that is coming out of Ukraine is enormous. Not The amount of weapons that we have given them, they couldn't even use them up in years of active combat, much less in one year of theater war on a – Basically, a, a a fight on a you know over a border dispute, and so I've heard about this before years ago because I had heard that this had happened before, and I thought to myself, it's not very far fetched considering this guy's background. I know he does not lie to me. Secondly, we already knew the United States government did this directly in the Iran Contra affair where they were running machine guns down to the Mexican drug cartel, or basically the Colombian cartel, I should say, the Colombian cartel back then in Cartagena, and then running cocaine back up to Mena, Arkansas. And they were trying to act like they were having this conflict in Panama. They didn't care about Panama. They were busy running the weapons to Colombia and the dope back of the United States. This has already been done on numerous occasions with the U.S. government, the DOD, and the CIA. And so he said what they're doing right now is a lot of these weapons are being ran through Africa, ran through in the back end. They're running them out of West Africa and trafficking them back into the United – not back in the United States, back into Mexico to completely and totally feed these groups down there with some of the most reliable weaponry that the United States has ever bought through the DOD. Because remember, a lot of the weapons that we're giving Ukraine – they're all U.S. manufacturers. We can only buy U.S. manufacturers. FN for Brink National, who's gotten the contract for the 249 for years. Now we basically have SIG that's now getting the contract for the new updated machine gun. Remember, the government, U.S. government, does not want to have all of these old machine guns anymore because of the new contract that SIG is getting for the new advanced machine gun platform that's modular. All these old guns are going to be antiquated, and I asked a buddy about that years ago when I heard about the SIG contract, and I said, what are they going to do with all these M4s, all these FN249s? And he's like, I'm not really sure. Well, now we know. They're offloading them into Ukraine to send all over the world because now they've got to justify being able to spend billions of dollars with SIG Sauer now with an entirely new caliber cartridge that SIG Sauer is now going to have the contract with until 2026, and then Lake City is going to take over the manufacturing of the cartridge by 2027. There's all these things that are going on behind the scenes with firearms. There's also the theory, and a lot of people have already talked about this, the reason why they've done this with SIG Sauer with this new cartridge that they're bringing out is because they're going to make the 5.56 caliper very difficult for any civilian to be able to get now, considering the fact that most companies are going to switch over to this new caliber to feed the DOD contracts like Lake City. Just some things to think about. So why all this is going on. Oh, the Donald Trump got indicted now. Oh, so we've got to talk about this on every single news outlet. Just want to give you guys some updates on things that are happening outside of the scope of news and make sure I remind you guys to stay strong, keep your heads on a swivel, continue to stay healthy, continue to stay educated, and make sure you are doing your research because there is so much nonsense out there right now. And that's why I wanted to bring this up first thing. What do you think, Dad, about all this? <laughs> awesome. Good morning. That was, Good morning. That was an absolutely great. Great opening. I, I just I, I I picked up the Drudge reports, you know, last night this morning about Trump being indicted. I just started laughing, and uh, you think you're laughing about an extra president? Bill. No way, no way. You remember Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, when he got busted down there in Palm Beach for being at a massage parlor and soliciting prostitution and all that? And oh my gosh, he's going to go to no, no, nothing happened. 
Uh, this is this is going to be a big nothing burger. He's not going to get handcuffed. He's not going to get dragged up there. He's, he's going to be completely surrounded by the Secret Service. <laughs> nobody's going nobody's to rough up the ex president. It's not going to happen. Uh, this is theater shows like Austin said, a sleight of hand. This is this is like when you watch the amazing Houdini or whatever, right? And you've got some guy out there who basically walks onto a stage to do a magic act. And on his right side is this scantily clad woman wearing like a low V, you know, uh, evening gown, you know, with, you know, large amounts of cleavage showing. And then the other side is the girl standing beside him in a string bikini. <laughs> okay. Nobody's watching the magician if you're a guy. Everybody's watching the string bikini girl. They're watching the low cleavage girl. Nobody's paying any attention to what's happening in the middle there. And so he's doing all these performances, and, but everybody keeps looking at the girls because it's the sleight of hand. Nobody's paying any attention to what he's doing because he's basically got two girls covering for him. The, the perfect example that I saw Hollywood do this one time was uh, that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, basically, Catch Me If You Can. And he walks right through the Miami airport. It's supposed to be based on a true story. And he's surrounded. You know, he's completely exposed. He's surrounded by all these beautiful stewardesses who want to be you know, flying you know, with, with, with the airline. And, and, and all these agents are out looking for Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Catch me if you can, guy. And uh, he basically – they don't even see him. They don't even, they don't even see Leonardo. They're staring at these beautiful blondes and brunettes as they're walking with him through the airport. I think it was down in Miami. As he flies away with all these girls, taking him to this training program, which was like non-existent. But he set them all up, and so it was. It was with Pan Am. It was, it was a great movie. It really was. And, but it shows the sleight of hand, and this is exactly what they're doing to us. Exactly, cost us. It's a shell game. They they know all these other things are happening, including a contraction to the M1 money supply, which means money is getting real scarce now. They've got to do that as they inflate the currency because of, as they because they inflated the currency because they got to maintain the value of the petrodollar, and they have to do that by increasing the interest rates. And that way they can maintain the value of the currencies. They transition, as the Fed is doing, into a, you know, into a digital currency, which they're doing. They're starting pretty much right now all the way through the summer. They're transitioning it, and they're going to have it available. So all of this stuff is being done to uh, not allow us to see what's going on you know, with the chemtrails, with the Morgellons, with the death shot, the clot shot, all these people dying, all these people coming down with ADD and autism and on. And list, we cover it on the show all the time. They don't want you to see any of that. So we've got the bikini girl. We got the low cut V curl. We got the magician on the stage, which would be the guy behind the curtain, which would be the Rothschild International Satanic Cartel of Bankers and Synagogue of Satan that runs the planet, according to the Word of God. It's the Synagogue of Satan that does all this stuff. And and they're just doing what they've always done. They're playing the game with us. And human beings are so easily programmable because of their because of what they they learned all this from Tavistock, the Office of Naval Intelligence. They did it in World War One. You know, they did it with, you know, with shell shock. And for you guys who just started listening, you can look all this stuff up. And what they did, they had these GIs that actually had split personalities because they're sitting there and the shells are dropping around them for weeks on end, you know, in, in World War I in trenches. And they just disassociate. They become like two people. They split their personalities. And so they were like, hmm, they can split, you can split a person's personality. Well, let's try to do that, you know, in a laboratory. Let's induce enough trauma to them. Trauma-based mind control is what it's called, that we can then create you know, alters and different types of personalities. And you, and, you, and you see it, and you think, well, that wouldn't happen to me. Oh, they, they, they traumatized you enough it would. I guarantee you it would. happen to anybody. You know, they, they do enough horrible stuff to you. You're going to just you're gonna have to disassociate. And see, and this is what happens all of the time with the media. They traumatize us. They basically soften us up. They beat us up. They soften us up. So that at the end, you're like, just stop it. I'll do anything you want. Just leave me alone. 
And, and that's what they've always done. And, you know, and this was all really too dialed in with Edward Bernays and Sigmund Freud, which are two Kabbalists, by the way. Just thought I'd mention that again. And, you know, they were cousins. You know, a couple of perverts is what they were, especially Sigmund Freud. He was a real sicko, man. The guy who lived on cocaine and had these fantasies about his mom, and he tried to put all the rest of that mess on the rest of us like he's some kind of sicko. He wants to basically pervert the entire planet. He's a weirdo, guys. He's just a sick person. But, you know, he's still quoted in the schools. I remember when you know, I was in college and I was getting a degree in psychology. I remember we had to learn about Freud and all his perversions. Finally, one of the professors said, well, the guy was a cokehead. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So he was like always drunk, always stoned. And he's, you know, he's always you know, fantasizing, always geeked up. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. Why are we even quoting him then? What does he have to do with any of this stuff? It's kind of like with Nietzsche and all the rest of the stuff out there. They want to teach you all that stuff. And it's, just, it's just not necessary to get into esoteric weirdos. And so this is what they've done to us now, and they've done it with a sleight of hand. Another thing with these children, with the trannies and stuff, is that I remember years ago we had to, they wanted us to address the kindergarten class because you know the, our, our girls and our kids had been to Europe, and they wanted us to address the kindergarten class. And Savannah was in the kindergarten class. And I remember I asked the teacher, I said, well, what do you want us to talk to the kids about? She goes, well, you can ask them questions, but every time you ask them questions, they're going to say, yes, I've done that. I said, what do you mean? I said, if you ask them how many of you have been to Europe, they're all going to raise their hands, and none of them have been to Europe. <laughs> they're all going to say, we want to do that. We've already done that because they're in a fantasy world. They're in a state of brainwave state. And so sure enough, we went in there, and we started talking about the, you know, the kids and the trips to Europe and the different things. We were doing from a German background because of our German heritage. And I remember I asked the kids, how many of you have been to Europe? And like every one of them, the entire kindergarten class raised their hands, all of them, every one of them. Because they wanted to agree with the authority figure. This is why they show these pictures that I was saw, that also was talking about in its first segment. This is why they bring this stuff up because you know they want they want they want they want to agree. So you ask them, this little girl was a boy, but she really was a girl. That she thought she was a girl, but she thought she was a boy. And they confuse these kids and say, all these kids say, well, have you ever thought that you might be a different sex? Everybody raises their hands. That gets them to agree again. That you know, they may not be a boy, they may not be a girl, they may be something else. Be a, you know, be a walrus next week. Who cares? You put kitty litter in the bathroom, like Austin was talking about this week. This whole thing is a is a is a mind game. It really is, and it's, it's messing with the children, trying to destabilize society. And Austin talked about that in depth yesterday. Did an excellent job. And so this is where we find ourselves in the United States of America, in a world that has gone completely insane, in a world that has gone completely upside down, in a world that is completely lost. The relationship in aggregate with the great I am and with God Almighty. And that's why we constantly talk about that on this show. We always talk about our relationship with Jesus, our relationship being led by the Holy Spirit. And I have to pray for you guys again today. Our relationship with the great I am because they want to separate us as far as they possibly can from God Almighty. And, and this is the goal of this group of fallen angels and entities and demons and whatever you want to call them that are here. You can call them aliens if you want. You can call them you know, uh, extraterrestrials. It doesn't matter. They probably live down in Antarctica anyhow. They're, they're being confined to our planet anyhow because of the space wars and what happened with the angel wars. And you know when Satan's group got dumped down here you know, with him, they all landed with a big thud. And, and this is the group that's still running around. And I, like I said, these spaceships that we see, these interdimensional craft, I believe are, are remnants of what happened with the angel wars. And then flying around in our atmosphere and going from one dimension to another dimension, making all these crazy turns and U-turns at a you know, thousand miles an hour. You can't do stuff like that in the conventional – piece of equipment. It doesn't work like that. They will come apart in pieces. But the reality is, is that we're in this thing with these things, these entities that are dumped down here on us, and we're trying to sort it out. But these things, like Austin said, are inexpressibly evil. I mean, I mean, remember that astronaut went down to, you know, uh, he went down to Antarctica a couple of years ago, and he came back and he was unbelievably ill. He said he'd never experienced such evil in his entire life. Well, that's what these entities are. 
they're just and you got to think about it for a second, right? With let's look at Adam and Eve. You know, Adam and Eve didn't know about Lucifer. You know, we don't. They don't there's no expression of that to what they to where they were. And remember, and with God, each day is like a thousand years. So, so Adam and Eve were around for quite a bit of time, you know, in the garden. If they were in there for an entire day, which in our calendar would be a thousand years, according to what the scripture says. If you want to extrapolate it out to that, if you want to believe that, which if you don't want to, don't. Uh, and what happens is that, you know, Eve was beguiled by the serpent. And that, that we mean that a lot of people believe that means a whole lot more than just talking to her. But the reality is, is that, you know, she believed him because you know, he's the same one, remember, that talked to a third of the angels and beguiled them, too. I mean, this guy is pretty slick at what he does. You know, he's a liar. He's the father of lies. And he's just a doggone weirdo. He's, he looks like a pile of ass right now. He's been all burned up. But the reality is, is that he still runs about as a roaring lion, seeking those who he may devour, is what the word said. But because we're sanctified by the blood of the Lamb and by Jesus, he may not devour us. That's when we just got to stand our ground. That's why I laugh at Donald Trump. You know, if, 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 if Robert Kraft could get busted on solicitation charges and nothing ever happens, Donald Trump's not going to get perp walked. He's not going to he's not going to be, you know, you know, slammed on the ground and tasered. It's not going to happen to him. OK, and, and he's going to have all of these. He'll have another. He'll put a thousand attorneys or whatever he has. because you know, He's not I don't think he's a billionaire, but he's got a lot of money. He's going to basically put a whole group together with this. Stuff's going to go on for infinity and beyond as far as appeals, 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 appeals. This is just theater. To try to get more people to support him, he has to be real. He, look what he's doing, look what the globalists are doing to them. You know, by this affirmative action higher up in, up in New York, he's probably completely unqualified for where he's, where he's supposed to be. So this is the sad part that we have with what's happening right now in the world of politics. And the world must just look at us and just shake their head and laugh. I mean, hysterically laugh. Like, what in the heck happened to the great United States of America? Remember, we were the city on the hill. We were the beacon of hope for the entire world. We were the reason they had to put the Frankfurt School into Germany to try to figure out why the Germans did not want to have communism. See, let me explain something to you that I've never really talked about before. You know, during the great mass immigration after the Civil War, when we had millions and millions and millions of people, including like a million came in from Sicily alone because of the persecution they had over there in Italy and in Sicily and in Germany and from France. You know, at one time, one of the large, the largest ethnic group in the United States was German. Right. You got all the Millers. That's Mueller. All the Browns. That's Brown. Schmidt. That's Schmidt. OK. All these people that were coming in from Europe were German descent and they were coming to the United States of America, including my grandfather. OK. And they were coming into the United States to live the American dream. And then what they would do is they would send money back to their countries and to their relatives who they left behind when they became successful in the United States. So all these People in Europe were going, oh, my gosh, we just have to get to the United States. It's the land of milk and honey. It's the land of it's the land of plenty. It's the land of being in a republic. It's the land of freedom and freedom of speech. So when the communists came in to Europe and into Germany trying to push that communist wave, you know, they'd already gone through Poland and Czechoslovakia and all those other countries. They were called different names back then, but they pushed all of that stuff into there. They were able to take over these countries, including taking over half of Poland when Germany invaded it, which I'm going to mention this one more time. You know, Poland had a treaty with England, okay? And Germany and Russia invaded in 1939 Poland together, but England only declared war on Germany. Read the book The Bad War. It explains why that happens. You can get a full picture of how much you were lied to about the World War II. But what ended up happening is these people had come into Germany to try to force communism on there, but the United States was the beacon on the hill, it was the light. You know, it was the shining star. 
It was it was the place of freedom where everybody went and all the relatives had gone and they're sending money back and they wanted to be like the United States of America. They did not want to be, you know, Stalin and Stalin and in with, you know, with Lenin and the death camps and the, the millions, 60 million people they murdered. They knew about this. Germany did. You know, they, they didn't want that in, in Germany. They wanted to be a free republic like the United States and have freedom. Okay? They, they, they couldn't make an inroad. And that's why the Frankfurt School went into Germany to try to convert the Germans to become basically communists. That's why they came in to do cultural Marxism in Germany. That's why Berlin became one of the most decadent, the most filthy, the most horrible places in the world with sex with animals on stage and everything else like that. This is 100 years ago. I mean, it was sickening with the cabarets. And they were trying to destroy the German culture. Well, when Hitler took power in 33, these guys all panicked because the vast majority of these guys were Jewish intellectuals. They were completely and totally Kabbalist, Luciferian, Satanic, Synagogue of Satan, slime. They were. And so they ran. They took off and fled to Switzerland because they didn't want to get killed. So then they left. Switzerland didn't want them. So they left and went to Columbia University, and they brought us cultural Marxism. And when all this happened, it's slowly – that's what the Bible says. A little bit of leaven works its way through the whole loaf. This leaven now has worked its way through until we have this unbelievably sick, perverted society that's teaching little children through drag cream story hours on how to basically you know, be perverts. And, and the sad part about this is, is the United States is neck deep in this. Here, here, here's, here's an article, on, which Austin, Austin alluded to about the, the armaments. Going to war, good news. The United States is 13 years behind ammunition production, New York Times reports. 13 years. The Biden administration this month proposed a record-breaking $842 billion budget for the DOD. Missiles and munitions stockpiles are dwindling as the U.S. continues to send packages to Ukraine, which are being sent all over the world, and then sent back to Mexico, which that's kind of odd to everybody, isn't it? I mean, we're going to do a massive invasion from the south? I'm just asking. Why do they need all this armament? I mean, you know, they've already got the people pretty much subdued down there with all their drugs and all their human trafficking. Since production capacity changed after the Cold War, the U.S. can no longer keep up with wartime demands. And it's exactly what Austin said. And now they're changing the caliber from the 223. Nobody will have easy access to that anymore if Lake City stops manufacturing it in bulk. So all of this stuff is being done to us. Why we worry about Stormy Daniels, the porn star, who's now sending out autographed photographs of herself and telling the people, don't be concerned if it's, it's late you're getting the photograph because I'm being deluged with requests for photos. <laughs> You gotta laugh. I mean, but yet Donald Trump is gonna be perp walked. Okay, whatever. And, and and it's sad to me that we have to think through this stuff and actually have to talk about this stuff. And that's why I laugh about it. Yeah, one more thing I want to talk about this too. And I, I, this is something too. Paul Craig Roberts wrote this. And I'm gonna read part of it. He goes, the U.S. media is complicit in two mass murders: COVID, vax, and fentanyl. This is the U.S. media helped Big Pharma and its marketing agents at the NIH and CDC and FDA murder and destroy the health of millions of people by lying about the safety and effectiveness of the mRNA vaccine. The U.S. media is also responsible for the widespread outbreak of fentanyl deaths of young Americans. On March 29th, the morning story on Fox News is the escalation of the number of Americans dying from fentanyl. The danger of the drug is unknown to Americans because its role in George Floyd's death was covered up by media who, whose agenda was to get a white cop. Getting Officer Chauvin was the agenda, not telling the truth about the cause of Floyd's death. The media accused Chauvin and pronounced him guilty prior to his trial, formally grounds for dismissal of all charges against the accused of suffocating Floyd by keeping his knee on Floyd's neck, why Floyd complained he couldn't breathe. This lie, according to Paul K. Roberts, I'm reading his article, repeated and repeated presented Chauvin as a heartless racist murderer immune to the plea of his victims, made a fair jury and a fair trial impossible. Chauvin was convicted before the trial began. 
fellow police officers are accused of failing to stop a murder and are being pressured to stop to cop a plea for reduced charges, certainly they could expect no justice. George Floyd died from an overdose of fentanyl. That's what Paul Craig Roberts is saying. The coroner reports that Floyd had in his blood more than, the, more than a fatal dose of fentanyl. Without the hoopla of the knee on the neck, fentanyl was the obvious cause of Floyd's death. Now, I'm going to stop for one second here because I disagree with Paul Craig Roberts on this. I really like the guy. That cop should have never kept his knee on that guy's neck like that. that that's wrong. That, to me, was an obviously just complete and total police brutality. They should have handcuffed the boy if he was already handcuffed and just you know kept him on the ground or whatever. They did not need to put a knee on a neck like that and have that smirk on his face. So you, you know, this whole thing was a disaster with, George, with Floyd. It really was. Now, Floyd died of you know fentanyl, which he probably did. It doesn't negate the fact of what the police officer did. I'm just going to mention that to you. And so it goes on and says the mass media never covered any of these facts. Some of the facts came out of the trial, but by that time, the media brainwashed and indoctrinated the, the, the jurors. The complete and total failure of the U.S. media to report honestly and truthfully about George Floyd's death not only ruined the lives of Chauvin and his fellow officers, but not only cost the U.S. citizens reported U.S. cities billions of dollars in looting and burning. But the reality is the police in many cases completely got out of the you know, trying to protect and serve, and they're being they're just being ridiculous. I mean, I mean, it's just it's just, it's ludicrous how some people are treated when they're like that. Well, by the way, there's another article by Paul Craig Roberts is why the dollar-based international system is breaking up. It says the Federal Reserve's higher interest rates after 12 years of zero interest rates are devaluing asset side of bank balance sheets. We covered this a few weeks ago. This frightens depositors, and they withdraw their deposits. Depositors are so withdrawing their money because they can get much higher interest rates on safe U.S. Treasuries. According to some reports, $1 trillion has already been withdrawn from U.S. banks. Bloomberg is reporting rumors that Schwab's $7 trillion empire based on low rates is cracking from the bond losses. That's interesting. And the fact, in the face of this vulnerability of the financial system, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates further, which they should have never done. There's also a problem of the currency and interest rates derivatives. No one knows the risk in these instruments. We've talked about that repeatedly. The U.S. dollar itself is declining in its use as the world reserve currency, alarmed by Washington's weaponization of the dollar with sanctions and confiscations. Much of the world is arranging to abandon the dollar's use to settle international trade accounts, but the supply of dollars is declining. This implies a fall in the dollar's exchange rate value because that's why they're having to contract the M1 money supply. The offshoring of manufacturing and food production has made the U.S. heavily dependent on imports. A loss in the dollar's exchange value results resulting from the countries settling their trade balances and other currencies, meaning a sharp rise in U.S. inflation. So we're in the middle of a real mess, but we're going to talk about Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels, the porn star. I guess I should call her a porn star. I should call her a porn participant. Because uh, I don't think these guys are stars. I think they're all a bunch of perverts. But but the reality is is that you know Stormy Daniels is just you know another girl on the stage with the bikini. Got my point here? You see it? You see it now? What I just said? That's this girl on the stage with the bikini is Stormy Daniels because she's the one who's the assistant to what they're doing right now, and that's how they keep this whole obfuscation going all the time. But guys, you keep your hearts and minds in Christ. For he is the author, and he is the finisher, and he's the perfecter of our faith. You guys are just blessed, every one of you guys. I pray for you every day. I pray for you this morning. I pray that you're blessed coming in and you're blessed going out, that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, that you'll have a great day today, for this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it. And if we continue to believe God and understand who God is and realize 
what God will do for you on an ongoing basis if you serve him and obey his commandments and accept Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior and be filled with the Holy Spirit and you can be one with God in a commitment and a covenant. Let me explain what that means again. In the old Indian days, they have a blood covenant. One Indian would cut his hand and the other Indian would cut her hand. They put the blood together. The blood would commingle. And when it would do that, whatever belonged to one Indian belonged to the other Indian and vice versa. It was a blood covenant. That's symbolic of what Christ did for us. When he basically shed his blood for us, he created a blood covenant between us and God Almighty, which means that we are now one with Christ, who's one with God, who basically now owns the universe and is here to protect you and be with you all the days of your life. That's what a blood covenant is. And that blood continually sanctifies you because of the energy field it creates from an omnipresent being. It's incredible what he did. And it was a mystery. Lucifer had no idea that was going to happen, and he, was, he got blindsided by it. And that's why it says that had he known what was going to happen, he never would have crucified the Son of Glory. The power that you have as a Christian is incredible. It's, it, it never happened for the entire history of the planet until Jesus on that cross. That's why it's important that you understand who you are and that you were bought for with a price, the price of Calvary, the price of Jesus, what he did and what he did it for and why he did it and how it continually changes you back to that of the Father and maintains that relationship with you with God Almighty. Always remember that because – with Christ and being in covenant with him through the Father, unbelievable what we can do and the power that we have. That's what we can stand back and we can laugh at Donald Trump and the bikini-clad Stormy Daniels, and we can laugh at all these crazy things that they've done to us because we realize that we have authority above them, and they realize that too. And they're scared. They're shaking in their boots. They tremble. They know who Jesus is. They're scared you're going to call on his name. They're scared he's going to show up again. They don't like that. They're scared of him. And they know the power that resides in you is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Be very careful how you pray because you've got tremendous power. You continue to pray that God's will be done in your life. And please continue to pray for me and Austin for our protection and for our direction and for our guidance. I love you guys. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? That's exactly well said. And I mean, you made the perfect analogy as far as with the magicians and the, you know, and the side side things that continually keep people distracted. And that's what we watch so much now. I know a lot of people are going to say, you know, well, do you think it's, you know, a travesty of the Justice Department and what you're seeing now them going after a, you know, previous president for this? Well, yeah, but is anybody surprised? Is anybody actually shocked? What about the guys on January 6th that are still sitting in jail without pretrial release? What about, you know, Jacob Chansley, who got sentenced to 41 months in prison for basically walking around the Capitol, which, by the way, they now suddenly released him to a halfway house for early release after this video has been come out, by the way. You guys have seen that. He served basically 11 months of his prison sentence on top of his time served. They let him out 14 months early to go to a halfway house. From what I've read now, his attorney essentially started to file a whole bunch of stuff about a lot of the footage and about a lot of the information that was suppressed. And essentially they went, oh, by the way, he's had great uh, great behavior. He's doing fantastic. Uh, we're going to go ahead and just let him come out early now. Yeah, yeah, ha, 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 surprise, surprise. This whole thing that they did with January 6th is complete and total abuse of power. So, Jeff, do I think the Department of Justice and the FBI are all been completely weaponized to control and suppress any type of dissonance that goes against the state and the narrative? Yeah. I think they're using Trump as a scapegoat, as a, a distraction. Yeah. Do I think he needs to be getting arrested and indicted for this? I don't know. I haven't looked at the facts. I don't really care, to be honest with you. I really don't. 
I know that a lot of the guys on January 6th did not need to be going to prison. I know that the Proud Boys trial, five of them are on trial for sedition, which carries a 20-year prison sentence for each individual. We now know that there were at least 10 FBI confidential paid paid informants, meaning they were receiving money from the FBI to be snitches. Ten of them were directly involved in the Proud Boys group, including going to dinner, going to church, going to prayer groups, and meeting with their attorneys about the current trial that's occurring. And then was going back and giving the information to the FBI as paid informants. So, yeah, <laughs> do I think there's a lot of atrocities going on right now and a lot of abuse in the Justice Department and these other groups. Yeah. Isn't it ironic that you know the DA in Manhattan has reduced, I think it's like 53% of the felony charges in New York down to misdemeanors. Most of them were violent felonies. But yet suddenly they're going after this. Yeah, of course, because he was told to do it. That's why they played the theater for the last two weeks. That's why Trump put out the tweet about how he was going to be arrested on Tuesday, got everybody riled up, got everybody talking about him on the news. Then they turn around, oh, we're not going to do it now. No, we don't have any information on it. No, oh, suddenly, oh, well, you know, the grand jury is going to take a break for a month. Oh, oh well, go, wait a minute, guys. Hold on a second. We got to get this going. We got to get everybody distracted back again. We got too many people asking about Ukraine. We got the Austri- Austrian parliament walking up and standing out and Zelensky talking. And going back to what I said earlier, I just want to clarify this because I want to make sure I had all my dates and times right with this contract. So what I was referring to earlier is the SIG Sauer contract. That's the SIG contract for $6.5 billion, which will be the new U.S. Army rifle to replace the M4. It's a 10-year contract valued at $6.5 billion. They will contract the XM5 rifle and the XM250 automatic rifle. The XM5 will replace the current M4, M4A1, and the uh, X250 will replace the 249 saw. Now, they're going to be using a 6.8 caliber, 6.8 millimeter ammunition. So it's going to be a 6.8 cal. And this is going to be a brand new round that has never been produced before, standard to these weapons that now SIG is going to start producing and Lake City is going to take the contract over. This is why I brought this up earlier. Don't you find it strange after 65 years of service, the M4 now is going to be dissolved and the 5.56 caliper is going to be dissolved by the Department of Defense. This, this weapon will be put out of circulation. This gun went into circulation in 1964 with Vietnam when the M16 came out. If you guys know anything about that, it was the original design by Eugene Stone and James Sullivan. Great platform, finicky if it gets really muddy. Got to keep it lubed up. AR-15s, M16s, M4 love to stay good and wet and lubed up. They run fantastic on that. If you take care of them, you clean them properly, they're extremely reliable, even when you put high, high amounts of ammunition through them. However, now, if they wanted to change this weapon or change the contract or change the caliber, they've had 65 years to do so. Don't you find it ironic that SIG gets the contract in August of last year They've been working on this weapon and this design for a couple of years. They suddenly get the contract last year. They've been working on it through COVID. Now, suddenly, when there's this massive push for gun control for the next couple of years, suddenly we have 2025 and Agenda 2030 with the United Nations coming into play, where they're talking about 2030, how they want all countries essentially to no longer have any type of weapons. Ha, ha, ha. It's a big, fat joke, obviously. Now, suddenly, the DOD is going to make this military weapon uh, standard. And now suddenly the M16 platform is going to be obsolete by the military. They're going to phase them out. And suddenly you figure in about what? Yeah, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, that round is going to be start being expended. 
and there's not going to be a whole lot of manufacturers making vast quantities of it anymore, then suddenly it's going to get very, very expensive to feed those guns in the next 10 to 15 years. Kind of like what they did in 1986, wasn't it? When they sat there and banned all civilian purchase of newly manufactured machine guns after May 1986. Now suddenly, you know, a pre-86 M60 goes anywhere between $70,000 to $100,000 for a gun, one gun for the transferable machine gun. Yeah, you see where they're going with this? You see what they're doing? That's what Dad was talking about earlier with the sleight of hand. When nobody's talking about it, that's what they're doing behind the scenes. Also, to another news, I want to bring this up because I was a bit, a bit frustrated yesterday when I saw this. Um, Ron DeSantis signed a new law into place that actually I had not heard really anything about whatsoever. It very quietly and very silently went through our Florida legislator, and it's called the Live Local Act. Now, this is a very, very strange bill, if you guys have seen this at all, and it is not something that I really support from what I've read on it. One thing about this bill is it's created incentives for developers to make more accessible housing available across the state. Now, when I read into this, what this is doing is this is basically giving like state grants and discounts to developers to build medium-density apartments. By the way, if anybody has been to Florida in the last couple of years, we have no end of medium and high-density apartments. One of the reasons why Florida roadway infrastructure is completely obsolete right now, and you can barely drive anywhere in central Florida without it taking sometimes two and three hours to go 30 to 40 to 50 miles, and I'm not exaggerating about that at all. If any of you have been down here, you know I'm not telling the truth. I've had people from California come out here, customers and listeners, and say the L.A. traffic is better than they're now seeing in Orlando. Yet now suddenly we're signing a bill to encourage developers to make more affordable housing. Well, that's just the start of the problem. goes on to say here also, too, they would – they added a $250 million SHIP program to create incentives to local governments to make create partnerships to make housing accessible in their communities. They want to allow people to be able to buy houses within short distance from their work. Hmm, sounds interesting, isn't it? Also, another $100 million will go towards bolstering Hometown Heroes program, which will make it easier for emergency personnel and teachers to buy a home for the first time if they qualify. The program allows those who are qualified to obtain a 0% interest loan to pay for closing costs up to 35000 So they're letting people get a loan for 35000 for 0% to put that down on the closing cost of their house that is already massively elevated. It's a 6 7 8 9% mortgage rate right now. Seems like a really beneficial, helpful product right now that we really need in Florida. Let's make sure we keep trying to do all this stupid stuff like giving grants to developers to make high-density apartments. Well, then what goes on further here, it goes on to – Gear the money towards inflation-related costs, increases for housing projects. The legislation provides record support for Florida's workforce and their families to help them live close to where they work. Sounds awfully similar to 15-minute cities, doesn't it? What's interesting about this, the revenue estimating commerce estimates the law will reduce general revenue to the state by $32 million this year. The bigger costs associated with the Live Local program will decrease $50 million in taxes – for the first fiscal year due to the grants given to the developers and followed by a $100 million deficit each following year. The law was passed in the Senate on March 8th and then passed the House and was sent to the governor's office on Wednesday and was signed. I read through this bill, 
It doesn't do anything with helping the Florida population. It doesn't do anything with resolving the problem we're having with overdevelopment and lack of infrastructure. All it really does is increase high-density apartments built in close proximity of workforce areas, like sounds like 15-minute cities, and essentially gives grants to developers to build more affordable housing. Whatever the heck that's supposed to mean sounds to me like it's basically giving them money so they can slightly lower the price to build crappier apartments like they're already doing with MDMF board built from the bottom up. And the only thing concrete is the dog on emergency stairwell access in the entire apartment. By the way, I've been around contractors. I've been on buildings. I've been all over the place. I live in Florida. What's ironic enough right now, the developers – don't need any help making money right now. I know numerous contractors in Florida. I've been involved in construction in Florida. If you can even remotely do anything decent in Florida with construction right now, you can make a boom. Hence why everybody's moved down here to build. Hence why we have the biggest housing boom in the entire country. Hence why nobody can drive anywhere because everybody's in Florida. Florida should have a no vacancy sign on the front right now. We shouldn't be giving grants to developers to build houses cheaper. So DeSantis, I'm going to have to give you a big, fat, double thumbs down on this one. Don't know who told you the green light this one, but clearly this was not for the American or Florida population, I should say. And this is not going to help the Florida infrastructure whatsoever. This essentially is going to build very, very large 15-minute cities through the entire central Florida area and at the same time ruin more roadway infrastructure with the ability for people to be able to travel freely unmolested on their way. Just want to kind of throw that one out there since it kind of went under the radar and caught me by surprise. I usually follow a lot of these bills, try to get involved in some stuff, but this one just slid right through because I can tell you right now, and I have seen this firsthand in Central Florida, the developers work hand-in-hand with the commissioners, with the city and county commissioners, with the planning developers, along with the legislators. They all work together. I'm not going to name names, but I can tell you right now numerous instances I know of where county and city commissioners have approved development of certain projects, have approved sales of certain projects, only to turn around and either buy those projects back, subsidize them, or get massive kickbacks on them for approving them when they did zero benefit whatsoever to the community that they were brought up in. All they did was siphon money from the taxpayers that are supporting (laughs) that city. And at the same time, the city commissioner and planning developers and other individuals involved get extremely wealthy for essentially raping and pillaging the city and overdeveloping it when it did not have the necessary infrastructure. Remember, Florida is an orange grove, or I should say it was an orange grove state. It was an ag state. That's all Florida was. If you look back 50, 60, 70 years ago, Florida straight ag. There was nothing down here until Disney came into central Florida. Nobody really moved down to Florida to vacation. People may have lived down here to live on the beach. That was about it. There wasn't much else to do in Florida before Disney. And sort of a few things locally here and there, and a lot of wildlife, a lot of natural stuff, but it was a natural state. Now, it's apparently turned in the state that everybody in the entire country wants to move to, and now DeSantis just made that much, much worse. So again, big fat fail for him on that one. Not happy with it whatsoever. But again, this is the current state of affairs that we're living in, so the best thing we can do is to continue to stay strong, keep up the faith, focus on what we can actually change the best we possibly can, state, city, and local, even when stuff like this goes through, and continue to encourage others to do the same What do you think, Deb? 
Uh, you're right. And we've, we've seen it locally. I mean, it's, it's just the developers and the, and, the, and the planning commissions, and they all work together. And, and you know, all of a sudden, a lot of these guys become immeasurably wealthy. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. And uh, inside information, I guess you'd call it. And uh, I've seen it over and over and over and over again. Not going to mention any names, not going to mention any cities, not going to do any of that stuff. But the reality is, is that it's a mess. And a lot of these guys are Masonic Lodge people, period. And it's the good old boy network, they call it. And they never vote against another Mason. And this just goes on and on. It's been going on for 100 years down here. And I remember, you know, Cypress Gardens was one of the only exceptions here in Central Florida and in Winter Haven back, you know, in the 40s and 50s. It was the second largest tourist attraction in the world, only behind the Grand Canyon. It was huge. And it made Central Florida what Central Florida was as far as Cypress Gardens. But then it ended up going out of business after Disney cranked it up, and now it's Legoland. But the reality is, is that, you know, Florida was not a place that people wanted to live to come down and live unless they lived on the coast because of the mosquitoes and the swamps and the gators and the water moxes and all the rest. So if you were raised in central Florida where I was raised, you learn real quick. You don't pick up a board by the beach and you don't put shrubbery by the beach because you're going to get water moxins. And if you're not ready to kill a water moxin, they're going to come after you in some case, actually attack you. I've seen them do that before personally. So I've had it happen to me personally. I've, had, I've seen him attack a group of kids one time out of the lake. One of these big moccasins came after these children down there. We cut it in half with a shovel, on and on and on and on. So you got to be careful down here if you're going to try to survive pit vipers. By the way, artificial sweetener dampens immune cell responses. I've talked about this for years and years and years about sucralose. It impacts the immune system. This is Splenda. Sucralose is about 600 times sweeter than sugar. It is a common food and drink additive. And, the, 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 and the, the, this work, this research has showed that high sucralose consumption can disrupt T cells, which are crucial components of the immune systems. And the findings have been made reported by nature. The, in nature, the effects of artificial sweeteners like sucralose on humans are unclear. I know what they do. They calcify kidneys on top of everything else. However, they might have a bad problem with people that have all kinds of immune systems and immune system disorders. So now with people getting shots and they're basically getting drinking these diet sodas, they're going to massively increase the risks of their immune system being downregulated. So important, especially if you've been, if you were forced to be vaccinated. All right, don't be doing this stuff. Don't be drinking diet sodas. Don't be drinking stuff with sucralose in it. Don't be drinking this stuff. Don't be putting this stuff in your body. It's super, super, super toxic. Remember that. Because every once in a while we try to throw a health topic into the show, and it's really important. Because remember, aspartame, NutraSweet, has been linked to brain tumors, brain cancer, seizures, headaches, optic nerve degradation. You know, the Splenda has been linked to kidney calcification. It's a chlorocarbon. It's, got, it's a chlorine compound is what it is. It wipes out the intestinal flora, which is all part of the immune system. Stay away from artificial sweeteners. Really, really important. You guys have a wonderful, blessed weekend. I love you guys. and I love praying for you, and I love being here with you every day and coming to your house. And thank you for inviting me to your home every day with Austin. And It means the world to both of us. I'll go ahead and finish it up, Austin. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Absolutely, it does. And it's always a pleasure when customers come down and they visit and stop by the office and come in and talk to us. And it's always nice to put a face with a name and also see customers that haven't seen in a while. You know, from all over the country, I've had people come here and a lot of people are still, you know, doing everything they can to help support what we're doing and continue to get the truth out there to as many people as they can. And it's important because, I mean, we have to do and help people that we can do the best we can with. You know, I had a Another two good listeners, customers yesterday, they sent us a donation for the Thailand girls that we help support. And Lan and I got together all kinds of Christmas gifts for them last year and put stuff together. And, you know, they're growing up and getting older now. And that's the missionary platform that Dr. Mark Rutland put together over there with the Thailand girls, the orphanage to keep the girls out of sex trafficking. And, you know, it's a very, very serious problem over in Thailand, as it is in the entire world. And, you know, they sent us a card, really nice card yesterday, and they asked to wish be anonymous. And uh, so I won't put their name out there, but it was really nice of them. 
to get that. And, you know, we do the best we can locally and everywhere else we can because that's what we're called to do and encourage one another to stay strong and healthy and wise. One of the biggest things, I have said this repeatedly, and I cannot reiterate this enough, you have to understand how to control your mind. You have to understand how to control your thoughts. You have to understand how to control your speech because until you can do that, it's very difficult truly advance and grow your understanding in any aspect, whether it's in business, whether it's relationships, whether it's in the entire concept of waking people up. Because if you're constantly sitting around, you're constantly in anxiety and worrying and can't control how you feel and can't control how you think, and you're constantly just a horrible melting mess, it's not a good position to be in. You're not much benefit to anybody, much less your health and safety is not going to be very top tier or anyone around you. So keep your body and mind strong. Give your body the raw nutrients it needs. You know, the B vitamins that I talked about last week, bathing your brain in B vitamins is so important, especially with omega-3 fats. Keeps the immune system strong and the mind strong. Keep your body as strong as you can. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. Told you guys earlier, multiple kits, including the Mood Booster Stack, the Spike Protein Survival Kit, the Basic Healthy Lifestyle Kit, the two-pack of the Food Bucket Special, and also, too, I got a big program that we're going to be putting together for you guys for our 2,000th show coming up here in the next couple weeks. I got more information. I'm really excited. It's going to be a really cool show, and we're going to do a really big thing for everybody on the website. So be ready for that in the next couple weeks. Stay tuned, along with a new website coming together that's coming out really, really soon. So thank you for everything, for your support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome Friday. Have a great weekend. Stay strong and healthy as always, my friends, and we'll talk to you again Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>